Mistake number one, creating what you want and not creating what people need. Sometimes you got to expose things that may make you a little uncomfortable. Whatever that is that's making you uncomfortable is extremely relatable to a lot of people. There's that old saying about there's no picture or no video, it never happened. Because if you have and you haven't told me, you haven't. Don't show up to places without answers. Don't get on the stage without knowing what you're going to say. Don't sit in front of that camera without There are some things that all of us do when we are creating content that hurts our process. And so I just want to kind of expose some of those and kind of navigate through them so that we can get an understanding of how to get over them and how to accomplish what it is that we want to do. All right, let's 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 debunk some myths really quick. Great speakers are born that way. It's not true. All right. It's just, it's just not true. You can develop a skill to do it. Uh, even for my team, my team that came up here today, they're going to begin developing that skill of speaking in front of people. This was their first step. All right. You can do the same thing. The reps will help you get there. You just got to really put in the work and get the reps. Another one, experienced speakers don't feel nervous. Definitely not true. For me, and personal to me, I played in front of thousands of people playing basketball. And I remember every time before we ran out, I thought to myself, I felt that nervous feeling. And I was like, all right, at the very least, don't fall running out this tunnel. All right? Because you don't want that embarrassment. And then the moment that you get onto the court, muscle memory kicks in. And so it's the same thing for you. When you the moment that you step in front of that camera and begin to, to create that piece of content, your muscle memory will start to kick in. You'll start to remember how to deliver the message that you really try to deliver and what you are trying to convey to your audience. So experience, even experienced speakers still feel that nervousness. Let, you know, there's some of them may tell you not, but it's true. Only extroverts make good public speakers. Definitely not true. And in fact, I can tell you. From the conversations that I've had with individuals, not only, you know, at my level, but also Ryan Pineda's level, a lot of them are introverted. Ryan himself is a natural introvert, right? Like as much as he has to communicate with people, as many hands as he has to shake at all his events and things, it's not his comfort zone to be doing that. And so, you know, the fact that he's developed a skill, he's, he's worked at it, he's practiced it, that is part of what you can see in yourself as well to be able to do it. Right. It, again, it just takes those reps. Yesterday, I talked about the awkwardness of meeting people. Right. And networking. Right. Super awkward. That dap that came into a hug that wasn't really a hug. That's the, that's that moment where it was like, OK, what that felt like, I don't ever want to feel again. So I'm going to start working on making sure that I communicate myself clear so that you know what I'm reaching for, what you know that I'm trying to do when I communicate. So remember that if you're an introvert, don't be don't be down on yourself and don't think you can't do this because you can. Some topics make for boring content. I spoke earlier about working with a land flipper. What gets more boring than, you know, turning over dirt, right? Some of you all may have some things that you're like, I don't know people if they'll be interested in this. They will be. You have to figure out how to get creative and truly tell your story, right? Because your story and your experience is what people relate to, not exactly what you're doing. I had a conversation earlier with Jeff over here and I told him, stop worrying about what, how you want to come off early on. You're new. Right. Just tell your story. Show people, expose people to your life. So if you have a family member, you have a coworker, you have a loved one that loves you for who you are as an individual. They care less about what you do as a profession. They need to see that your audience needs to see that side of you. All right. There's something that you do every time you walk into that cousin's house that makes every, the whole room laugh. Show that to your audience because somebody else will relate to that. Right. So yeah, there, there's no boring content and topic. You can you can talk about anything online. There's somebody and an audience for everybody. And then you have to be perfect. Come on. Do I gotta go over that? I don't have to go over that. No one has no one's perfect, right? Everybody has flaws, everybody has things wrong. So that's definitely a myth. You don't have to be. 
And in fact, sometimes the content that you expose people to where you're messing up and repeating yourself kind of kicks that algorithm because a lot of people stay tuned and watch that more than once. Right. Everyone wants to see the, you know, the bad video. Right. There's the honey, the America's Funniest Home Videos has ran for years on just that concept alone. All right. So you can make your, your content the way you want. Right. And expose everybody to everything that you have going on. Mistake number one, if you're taking notes, creating what you want and not creating what people need. Find a need and fill it. That should be what you're trying to do. All right. It's important because the need is what drives the audience to you. All right. I'm trying to figure out, are you solving something in this piece of content? Whether it's I'm bored and I need some entertainment or there's some information that you may be having as a professional that I need. Are you doing that? So let's 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 work on that. When you all go home, when you all get ready to create your first piece of content. Let's start working on that. Right. Figuring out who's my audience and what's a problem that they have. All right. It was very clear for me. I had an audience. I started to gain an audience that always wanted to know how Ryan Pineda was creating so much content. So I started talking about things that we do in our processes that gets him to make that most content efficiently. In doing that, you start to see things. Y'all start to get DMs. Hey, man, I saw you said this. How do I do that? All right. That was a, that was my next piece of content. They gave it to me. It's free. You told me what you wanted to know. Now I'm going to make a video about that. Right. And I just keep cycling it around over and over again. Your audience will tell you, you just got to figure out how to find what they need and fill it. Mistake number two, not connecting your ideas to your content strategy. You've heard a lot about strategy from yesterday and today. All right. And I hope now that you understand that we're not just making content. We're not just making videos. All right. There's strategies and things that we do that are behind what it is that we want to convey so that the business continues to build. All right. Ryan doesn't go just talk about things because he enjoys them all the time. Sometimes you need that piece of content that will drive a lead. You need that piece of content that will provide value. You need that piece of content that will build trust. All right. So make sure you have a good mix of what that looks like and make sure that your ideas kind of go with your strategy. Your content should move people along the path to purchase, which means they need to hear the right things right now. So you, you got you to gotta understand that your goal is to drive something to your business. So making sure that you're saying the right things in the right moment is most important. All right. We got WealthCon coming up in January. What do you think quite a few of the posts that come out on Ryan Pineda's page is going to be about? All right. Should be about WealthCon. You should be hearing about it. We getting speakers locked in, knowing who's coming. How many times have you all heard Tim Tebow's name in the last two days? Guess who's going to be at WealthCon in January? Right. It's a purpose behind that. Right. That piece of content, I'm going to be able to clip from him just being up here and put that out as an asset. That's going to provide value and give you information and drive you and hopefully lead you so I can see you in January. Right. It's all strategy. Right. It's all important. Connecting my audience to all my strategy ideas. Mistake number three, forgetting to tell your story. Heard that a few times as well. And I want to be reminding you over and over again, your story is what will be relatable to everybody that's viewing. I can get on my platform and I can talk content all day and go over and over about content. My first post this morning, if anybody's seen my story, was about me and my wife worshiping. How many of y'all can relate to that? How many of y'all love to feel that present, be in the presence of God with your counterpart? Right. That's what my post was about. That was something personal to me. I didn't do that because I was coming up here. I just thought about it as I read my slide. But that's what's important to me. And I wanted the audience to be able to feel that. That makes sense. 
So be sure to do that. Tell your story. Here's a way to do it. Start with a hook. What's going to capture that attention in that first second? How are you hooking me in? Get vulnerable. Sometimes you got to expose things that may make you a little uncomfortable. But that whatever that is that's making you uncomfortable is extremely relatable to a lot of people. And then find your ending. How are you going to close this story? Where are you leading me on your journey? If I was just swiping through your page, video by video, where are you taking me? What does this journey look like for the viewer? Spend most of the time on the most important parts of the story. I, I worshiped with my wife this Sunday. We're getting ready and prepared for a miracle offering at our church. This is us giving, going above and beyond our tithe. All right. This story is relevant for me because it changed my life three years ago when I gave up half of what was in my account, unknowing what I was going to do in my future for these bills that I got coming in. All right. That story gets even more relevant because by the time I made it into my driveway after the service, I had an uncle sending me money. All right. Just walking by faith and how it impacted me in that moment is the story. There's my hook. You heard my hook. All right. There goes the most important part of that story. And then I just ended it. All right. That's a good piece of content. Right. Telling that story and finding a creative way to tell it. And I'll tell you what, the more you tell it, the better you get at telling it. All right. So you how many times has any have you all heard Ryan Pineda's story about playing baseball? I made $1,200. I wasn't making any real money, and that's how I got into real estate. How many's heard that? I'm sure most of you have heard that. He's gotten better and better at telling that story every time he does it. And every time he tells it, it has more and more impact. There's more and more people to relate to it. So be sure to remember to tell your story. Mistake number four, you got a weak production infrastructure. You've seen it here. We've talked about it. Kate, Javi have gone up and, and showed you what it looks like to work with us. All right. What holes do you have in your structure right now? All right. Where are you? What, what people are you needing? What part of your team needs to build out? What is it time for? Is it time to turn it all over to the company? Is it time to go find that individual to help? Ask yourself these questions. All right. Because this is where it begins for the everything falling apart. Because you can go make this content, have the greatest hook, have the best story, and no one will ever see it if this isn't set up right. All right. Y'all hearing me? Unfortunately, if you don't have a solid production process in place, it will cause a domino effect. Again, you can have the best video created from your home by yourself, and no one will ever see it if it isn't produced right to be ready to put out. Let's move on. Mistake number five, overlooking the right call to action. Being sure that you know where to send your audience is important. With no call to action, I don't know what to do after this piece, especially if it didn't provide me a lot of value. Sometimes I'm scrolling. And this person just looks interesting enough. They have that it factor that we talked about yesterday. And maybe I would have watched another video if he told me to. All right. Maybe I just kept scrolling because he didn't tell me anything. All right. So even in those pieces where you're providing us telling a story or you're giving a broader piece of content that's not niche to your company or your brand. Tell people what to do. DM me. Follow me. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Right. Give some type of call to action to allow people to take action and engage with you. And maybe that begins to start that lead process. Essentially, they will become a lead with the communication. Your CTA should prompt your reader to take the next step in the journey. All right. It's very simple. Mistake number six, not having the necessary skills. This one's really good because how many of you all are missing a certain skill that you need right now in your business? Should be everybody. All right. I don't know anybody that can do everything effectively. All right. 
what Ryan is really good at is hiring what he needs, essentially, and putting the people in the right roles. Right. He understands it. Right. He can go through something and something's happening. In fact, he's probably watching me right now, figuring out what's going on on the sales side, what's going on in the Zoom, trying to figure out what is needed. Right. This is how he functions. You have to function like that as the owner and the, and the, and the person that's running the business. It's your job to know what you need to feel, what areas you need help in. Being a pro to provide support, supplement your team skills where needed. That's exactly what I talked about with our team. Right. When we hire, we train everybody in every position, right, so that they know if for some reason my content manager needs to go on vacation, all right, and it sounds like I don't let her go on vacation. If for some reason she goes on vacation, I need to be sure that we know how to make sure we get all those pieces of content out and prepared, right? So we don't want to have any fall off because one person goes down, all right? And so if you don't have those necessary skills, that doesn't stop you from making the content, you just have to figure out a way to effectively change what's going on so that you can still create the way you need to. Very important. Here's the other thing about necessary skills. And this is one thing that people don't tend to think about when they start their process. If you're not telling me what you have been able to accomplish in your business so far, I don't know that I believe you. And this goes back to telling your story. Right. Your reputation matters. All right. There's a scale that me and Ryan use and a lot of us use around here where we rate the individual. And that scale is broken up with a bunch of different things. One of those things is reputation. All right. Do they have a reputation? Have they actually achieved something in the industry that they're trying to be considered an authority in? Because if you have and you haven't told me, you haven't. All right. There's that old saying about if there's no picture or no video, it never happened. All right. You need to tell me what you've done. All right. What have you accomplished in your business? We just did a lot. We've been doing live events. We just had 110 people in Dubai. Live events in Dubai, 140 people. Have you made a video about that? No. He hasn't. It never happened. I don't trust the fitness guy that's in the gym working on himself every day. All right. You haven't shown me that you can help anyone. You look great, but can you help me? I don't know. All right. I'd rather go to the person that doesn't look as fit, but has 20 testimonials of people that say his his workout works. Right? Y'all believe that? Right? I don't think you purchase from the individual that hasn't ever done it. Right? There's no reason to follow up to that. So be sure that you're showing your skills and don't make the mistake of not having the necessary skills shown. Mistake number seven, avoiding relevant content. It's funny, you know, a little while back, probably a year and a half ago, you know, I really was like struggling with trying to make sure my role here was being done correctly. I was concerned that if his channels aren't growing, it's going to look like I'm not doing my job. All right. And so I was always trying to see how can I get Ryan to do the news? All right. I'm looking over at Meet Kevin. Meet Kevin is doing live streams six times a day talking about what they're talking about on the news. He's getting hundreds of thousands of views. Right. This was before I understood that it was necessary to make sure your strategy aligns with the content that you make. Right. Because I don't know that me, Kevin, can sell a T-shirt, but I know he can get a view. Right. So it changed my perspective after getting a better understanding of what we're trying to do. But I also didn't want Ryan to avoid things that were happening. All right. And so it's like, all right, now I got to get creative and figure out what type of current events or what relevant content should I suggest to him that makes more sense to his branding. Right? You can be an individual that 
talks about everything that happens on the shade room, right? And you'll probably get views and you'll get listens, right? And you can just go off the news, any type of current event that's happening and you'll get everything that you need, but it will not impact your business, right? You want to have real impact, figure out how to get creative with with that information, with that relevant content and make it applicable to what you're putting out for yourself, right? Here's an example. We were... um, (laughs) The Maverick right here, the gas station behind us was selling that hot chip, right? This was the craze. The hot chip challenge was going around. Everybody that did it was getting hundreds of thousands of views. So, you know, me and Austin, he's 17. We go get three of them, right? Ryan never ate the chip, right? We could never get him to do it, right? But what would be the purpose of that? So I go, oh, man, I got to try to figure out how to make him do it that makes more sense. So creatively, I go, he should do it and then talk about how they're selling one chip for 20 bucks. Right? There's the business behind it. We never made that piece of content. I'm still disappointed. (laughs) But it was a good idea. Right? And um, essentially what had happened is he would have made it had he not been traveling. So it is just that type of piece of content. Like, how do you get creative with what is trending, what is relevant, and create something that makes more sense to your business? Mistake number eight, not identifying your goals. This is where you should start. Reverse engineer it. What do you want? When I first started, he said, Ryan told me he wanted to be the most well-known flipper. So our goal was all exposing how good of a flipper he was. He could flip everything from homes to couches to whatever you put in front of him. In fact, it made us go highlight other businesses, right? You go on his page, you'll find vintage T-shirt flipping. Um, You'll find people flipping containers into homes. You'll find, I mean, there's a ton of different ones, right? Like Turo, they were doing flipping cars. There's a ton of different pieces of content on there that you will find because he wanted to be known as the best flipper, the most known flipper. That goes shifted, now it's time to be known as the best entre- or the biggest entrepreneur, the biggest businessman, right? The best events, right? These are all things that it started to shift into. What do you want to be known for? What are your goals, right? What are you going to be the authority of your space in, right? Here's some questions to ask yourself. Can it help you earn valuable links? Will it help you educate and inform your audience? Can it contribute to social engagement? Will it contribute to your SEO? Are you searchable? If I put your name in right now, will I find you? Are you one? Are you first to come up? All right. These are all all goals and things that will help you get to that point. But you got to identify what you want to be and who you are, who your brand is. Mistake number nine, failing to plan in advance. Don't just sit in front of that camera and start talking. All right. Have some type of strategy behind what you want to talk about. All right. It will be way, way more impactful if you know what you're going to say before you sit down. All right. I showed you yesterday how I prepare for some podcasts. All right. I go, I, I, I ask people about them. I go online to find out about them. And then when you arrive, I ask you again, what are we going to talk about? What's our hook here? All right. The same thing if you're making direct to camera. What's my hook? What am I going to do to capture people and keep people paying attention? All right. Here's another gym. I tell people, if you think that you're going to be asked the same questions over and over again by different people, have a dialed in answer. All right. A lot of questions that you already ask, there's a piece of content I've answered the exact same way. 
Just haven't seen it yet. All right. And again, that's come, that becomes part of the story. So now that I've told it the same type of answer to the same question that I get all the time, it gets better and better every time I respond to it. All right. I, I figure out a way to communicate a lot better. So just remember that, right? Most of you are in a niche. So you're going to be talking about the same thing over and over again. Whatever you ask me about content, I've probably answered. And I answer it the same way every single time, right? I have it dialed in. And then start to get creative with that answer and find you unique ways of saying it better, right? There's ways of quoting people that for some time, somehow it resonates with people. They remember it, right? So that's how you can get become a better speaker, but that's also how you actually have a plan ahead of time. Don't show up to places without answers, all right? And don't get on a stage without knowing what you're going to say. Don't sit in front of that camera without being prepared. Planning well, adopting realistic timelines, and streamlining your process are the best ways to ensure you can follow through with your plans. And it's 1,000% true, right? Those timelines, I, want, I use that word specifically in this because I want you to understand that you may edit, uh, shoot a video and send it to an editor and have an idea of when he can get it done. That doesn't make it true. Instead, planning and letting my editor know what needs to come from this may actually allow him to reach your timeline. Again, letting him know your vision for the piece. That's what's powerful. That will get it done. Sound good? All right, and the last mistake. Not starting. Just press record. Very easy. The biggest mistake any creator has made is not starting. You're already a piece of content because you already have a story. It's time now to just press record.